everyone, and welcome to the Vata Time Podcast, where we aim to spread positivity, sustainability, and a more conscious mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Bianca. And in today's episode, we're exploring the power of money, essentially putting your money where your mouth is. We're exploring where does our money even go and what does it even mean to spend consciously? Hey, Bianca. (laughs) How's it going? It is going wonderful. Let me think back. Okay, what was one amazing thing that happened today? Wow. Um... (laughs) You have to think that hard. (laughs) No, there's just so many things. Oh, I got it. I I already I figured it out. I mean, Bianca did make the best um, pasta for dinner, but <laughs> what was really cool was we needed a desk for podcasting, yeah. and I was like, Bianca, just manifest a desk; it will show up. And um, there was a desk that was left out in the hallway by the recycle, which we are currently using, and it is perfect. <laughs> it is sturdy. It is beautiful, and we are thriving on this new desk it's amazing yeah i am shocked that this people just leave furniture around i guess so many people are just leaving new york and they just leave their furniture they can't sell it um they just leave it lying around and this desk was right outside my apartment literally (laughs) so it was it was given to us basically um it's so funny before me and amanda started hanging out a lot i feel like i would have never taken a desk off off out of a building (laughs) but really this has been resourceful because we just have so much furniture now and it's like nice guys this is not like trash it is legitimately a nice desk and we have so many nice things (laughs) that we found so nice little shoe rack downstairs which an equivalent one was about a hundred dollars and it was just out there perfectly laying right there so you bring it in you sanitize it you dust it down you do your thing and it is good to go yes it's literally crazy how we are finding i mean it's we are manifesting whatever we want it's a fun game to play (laughs) manifest whatever you want (laughs) um so in today's episode we're talking about money how to ethically spend our money what do we spend our money on where does our money go what are we investing in what are we what are we basically sponsoring with our dollars? Yeah, that's what we're getting into. And like even where we even find these companies, because we're on a mass overload where if you're on Instagram, you know you're seeing these ads and how do they target you, right? So um, the algorithm. The, the algorithm knows you <laughs> better than you know yourself, I promise. <laughs> but like, so right, these companies come into our hands and are, are presented to us, but are they the best option? Like, it's important to do our research to make sure that the work conditions that the workers are in are good, that mm-hmm. the product is also good while also being sustainable and that you're getting a product that you like and preferably for a good price that you're not paying an arm and a leg for and it's actually like affordable. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like this kind of goes hand in hand with like the whole minimalism um, trend, not a trend, but like a lifestyle that's going around. Um, everybody's like, hopping onto the minimalist and Marie Kondo train, like, you know, only buying things that you really need or things that bring you joy and making sure we're intentional about what we buy and what we bring into our lives and what we spend our money and services on and all that good stuff. So definitely interesting topic for today. So just to bring a full circle, what are some companies that you 
support. What are they and why did you choose them? So I'll start off by saying that this year, one of my like New Year's intentions, um, not necessarily resolutions because I don't know, like I'm not totally, you know, it's a slow progress to reach where you want to be. But like one of my intentions was like, I want to buy less off of Amazon and I want to buy more from like local businesses and I want to buy from smaller businesses and minority owned businesses from like women or like different ethnicities and stuff. So that is one thing that I want to be more cautious about this year. So any random thing like our candles, like we found this black owned business by owned by this lady and she's just great. It's called Suki's Candles and she makes all of her candles. They're all handmade and they're all sourced from like essential oils that are local to where she's at in Seattle. So, and it's great. Like I was reading through her website and it's just amazing how she makes her candles. Even my first order that I got, she wrote me like a personalized letter about how one of her best friends is also named Bianca. <laughs> like it was just so personal and I love that. And of course I bought again and again. And every single package I've received has a letter, handwritten letter on it. It's like, you don't get that from, you know, big businesses and like these large corporations. Like you don't get that personalized, you know, these are hand poured candles. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're high quality. So it, you know, it goes hand in hand with like wanting to support small businesses, but like getting a good quality product too. Like it's not cheap, but it's also like a candle from Bath and Body Works isn't cheap either. Right. So, right. so I might as well spend the extra couple bucks to, you know, support small businesses, you know, just little things here and there starting off like can- yeah, that, candles that, was my first one. No, that's beautiful. And it's like, it's such a simple thing, but now every single time you light that candle, there's intention behind it too. Yeah. The energy of how it was made and poured, like someone's heart and soul went into that and it's not just something that's manufactured. So uh-huh. that is going to carry through in the life of that candle. And that's such a beautiful thing. And it's so simple. It's a candle, right? There's a lot more behind it. Like, I buy so many candles. <laughs> like, it's not just a candle. Like, I'm a candle hoarder. <laughs> like, I'm not a candle minimalist, okay? <laughs> like, like I, want, steps. I want all the candles for every season. <laughs> I want my fall candles, my winter candles, my spring candles, my summer candles. <laughs> every time... Uh, you walk into Bianca's house, it smells great. <laughs> and if she knows she has guests coming over, she always lights a candle and it's such a mood and such a vibe and that's, that's her thing and it's awesome. I do not want a stinky house. Who wants that? I mean, yeah, I guess there's other ways you can make your house smell good. Like I also have the essential oil diffusers. About three of those in my apartment. But again, I'm not a minimalist. I don't claim to be a minimalist. I am aiming to be more conscious about what I'm buying. That, that's how to do it. What it's, about you? Tell me about what you buy. <laughs> so some of the companies that I like supporting and Bianca actually showed me them was Goldie and they sell a lot of matcha based products and I love matcha and I used to order, I believe I would get it off of Amazon and you just don't even know what's coming in those packages. Like yeah. I know my roommate got it once and like the powder was a like a weird greeny color like it wasn't really green it was more brown not just supposed to be like a vibrant green color and like you're ingesting that so um yeah, you want high quality yeah things like exactly. to put into your body exactly yeah and especially if you're a tea or something you do like ritually every morning like i usually make my matcha every morning and that just becomes a ritual so you want to be conscious of what you're putting in your body but besides mm-hmm. the point yeah. um yeah. goldie is a small business they were black owned it's um, female owned as well and they were based in Brooklyn which is local for us yeah. so that was a beautiful thing to support and like 
yes, I could buy it on Amazon for a little bit cheaper, but I know that the products are going to be good coming from her, and it's supporting someone's life. Yeah. That yeah. feels good. I mean, we were just watching TikTok earlier. <laughs> we were being very productive on TikTok, and there was this lady who had... You know, she was laid off at the beginning of the pandemic, and then she was trying to provide for her newborn baby. She started a business on Etsy, and she was selling, like, printed printed materials, like printed cups or something. And it grew so much that she outgrew her apartment, outgrew a warehouse, and now she bought a new house. And it's just amazing because when you support a small business, that's what you're supporting. You're supporting a person, like a small business owner, who's trying to make it out there. And uh, you got to respect the hustle. <laughs> always, always. And, yeah. So another another business I love is Real, and they sell toilet paper. <laughs> love toilet paper. <laughs> so when everyone eventually starts freaking out about toilet paper again, check out Real because if you can't find it at the stores, you could probably get it on Real. Um, but it's sustainable toilet paper, right? So when you buy paper towels, toilet paper at the store, it comes in that plastic wrapping. Yeah. You can't recycle that plastic wrapping. So just think every single toilet paper roll, paper towel roll that everyone has ever bought in that plastic is still out there yeah every single piece yeah so when I was looking for sustainable options I go deep like when I when I want to find something new I know I know (laughs) I research all the way Amanda will literally watch every YouTube video available on the internet before she buys one product (laughs) the amount of research I did for toilet paper like I would always do it again but it's it's a bit extreme like I I I do know that but about the research no I'm intrigued really and I'm sure people want to know like what is the what's the deal toilet paper am i buying the correct toilet paper let's see let's see so i watched youtube videos there's a lot of sustainable brands out there but right you're not seeing those in the store yeah um so yeah like uh, for example the toilet paper i get Mm -hmm. it is wrapped in plastic i get it on amazon oh god (laughs) (laughs) but it's made out of bamboo and like bamboo is supposed to be like better because it grows faster than trees right that's just for normal toilet paper Mm mm-hmm but now that you're telling me there's toilet paper that doesn't come in plastic, right. <laughs> I'm feeling real bad about my bamboo no, toilet paper. No, don't feel bad about it. It's, it's a step in the right direction, right? And then we're, we were given more facts, and then we're like, okay, like maybe I should shift a little bit something. So everything that anyone is doing, stepping in the right direction, is always a great thing. Um, so tell me about the research. The again, process. Like the process. And what we are we looking at? What aspects? What? Yep. So watched a bunch of YouTube videos, which YouTube is a great way to get information. And you have to be careful because a lot of them are sponsored. So like mm. try to find the non-sponsored ones because yeah. they're more brutally honest. So there was yeah. this girl, she compared five sustainable toilet paper brands. She brought you through each test, like <laughs> what it was made from, the packaging it came in, um, if all the packaging was recyclable, the like how the toilet paper felt, like what was... Yeah, because like, that's the most important part Exactly. Of Nobody wants crappy toilet paper. Right, and what are you going to do? Get 24 rolls and then it feels like sandpaper? Like, <laughs> that's not great. <laughs> and you can't feel them before. I mean, you can't feel them in the store either, but it's, yeah. it's a bit harder. It's not like you're going to go return yeah. this toilet paper, so you kind of want to do your research, right? So I'm watching all these videos. I find the, the toilet paper that I'm, like, very interested in. I'm like, this is the one. It's real. Um, that's the company. It's real. Okay. <laughs> but um, so then, like, I'm looking on their website as well, and I find out that they're, um, like, they're starting out, right? Small business, bamboo toilet paper. So it's a sustainable product. They donate a portion of their proceeds 
to different areas that don't really have access to toilets and yeah. they give them an option to be able to use a toilet which I think is great yeah. they're also black owned and all of the packaging that it comes in coming down to the tape that they use on the box wow. can be recycled so they come um, like the inside of the toilet paper you know that little like mm -hmm. What do you call it? The, the when you're done with the toilet yeah. paper, the, <laughs> the cardboard, the brown, yeah. brown thing. Yeah, that can be recycled, and this one's a little bit harder, so it's even a, a better thing um, to recycle. But every single piece of this can be recycled, which yeah. I was like, like you guys thought down to the tape you put on the <laughs> box. Like, I'm sold. I love that. Um, wow. So that was like step one. <laughs> yeah, we love a thoughtful product. So like, yeah, that is really amazing. There's intention behind it. Yeah. You're using toilet paper all day, every day. People are coming into your house. When my mom came to visit, she was like, oh my God, I love this toilet paper. Oh. And I was like, oh yes. Cause I mean, I'm a little bit biased cause I know everything that went into it, but yeah. I was like, mom, I will get you this toilet paper. I'm going to ship it right to your house. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. But the <laughs> fact that someone said it felt nice as well, like was a little yeah. bit of confirmation, but, nice. um, okay. So next step would be <laughs> Like, I like to make sure things are, like, financially, what's the like, word? Like, they make sense. Affordable. Like, like yeah. <laughs> you are, like we talked about before, you're an economical chick. Yeah. Like, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You find the best deal. Find the bargains. Because um, we don't want to overpay. Right. Like, don't take advantage of us. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I want to support your thing. And, like, I yeah. am willing to pay extra, but also, if it's a commodity that's going to be used so much, I don't want to pay so, so much that it's, like, doesn't make sense for toilet paper. Listen, in 2020, like, it was that one of the things that were, like, uh, it's probably on the black market, like, toilet paper. <laughs> like, no, seriously. <laughs> it was a, a hot commodity for sure. <laughs> Boy. Okay, um, so what was your findings on okay. the pricing of toilet paper? So then I created a Google spreadsheet, and then I priced out what the typical toilet paper I bought was. So the Charmin, super ultra soft, like, <laughs> that, that one's real nice. And then I calculated per sheet like for the cost oh per sheet okay. what it was compared to like the Sherman one versus the real one mm -hmm. and real came out cheaper per sheet oh, wow. and you also like I, I feel like I know what you're about to say you don't have to use an absorbent <laughs> amount of it so like it's not a, a three to one sheet ratio yeah. from real to Charmin so <laughs> I mean don't tell me what I'm thinking <laughs> Was that not what you were going to say? I mean, yes, that is exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say because it just depends on the feel of the toilet paper, how many sheets I want to use. So right. how do you know? Like, I I am a culprit <laughs> toilet paper. Like, I will bunch it up. I don't care. I need however much it takes to get the job done. Like, but yeah. Okay, so real was cheaper. Real was cheaper. Wow. So, like, it checked every single box. And I yeah. was like, it. It, it makes made sense. Hundred percent yeah. made sense. That's beautiful. But like, next thing we have to do is look into a freaking bidet. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. But maybe that's for the future. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Bidet. <laughs> bidet time. <laughs> if anyone knows any bidet. <laughs> yeah, send us your bidet recommendations we'll and companies. Do, we'll do the research. <laughs> oh boy. Yes, we will. I've never used a bidet. I don't even know if I wouldn't know how to use one, but I haven't either. I feel like it would be a bit scary at first, but people love them. Yeah. No. Once people have them, they can't go back. Yeah. People are like obsessed. I mean, I can imagine how like much cleaner you must feel, but yeah. 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 Future exploration. Future podcast episode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's on the list. <laughs> so we'll get that to, to that at some point. Got to love it. 
So what is, what's some stuff that we spend some money on besides toilet paper, matcha, and um, candles? Because <laughs> <laughs> my next thing would be shampoo and conditioner. Okay. So there's a brand called High Bar, uh-huh. and this is recommended by a friend to me. She has very, like, curly, thick hair, and she's like, Amanda, this is the product. She's also, like, very sustainable friendly. Yeah. And the fact that, like, it was approved by her, because I have straight, thin hair, like, yeah. it's not crazy, so I'm not picky for shampoo, but she yeah. was like, this is it. This is the this is the one. So, like, <laughs> I am, like, I have curly, frizzy hair, and... I wash it uh, once a week, maybe. I wish. That's the best thing maybe ever. Maybe twice, like if I sweat a lot, but I haven't been working out, so like there's no point. But, so how do you even use a shampoo bar? Like, how? Like, do you... Sh- yes. You, you <laughs> did like a raking motion through her hair, like yes. So, um... The shampoo bar is a bit easier because, you know, it gets a bit sudsy, but you Mm -hmm. wet your hair and then you literally just take the shampoo bar and it suds so easily on your head with like a few swipes. Okay. And shampoo bar I actually get from Trader Joe's. Okay. Um, There's no palm oil in any of these, so that's awesome. Yeah. And all the packaging can be recycled Uh and the shampoo bar is $3.99 at Trader Joe's. Okay. So I feel like that is a super... Like yeah. economically friendly yeah. and it lasts for man i started using it in the summer and i've only rebought it once okay so maybe like three months of bar like two to three and months then for how many bar. times you wash i feel like you wash your hair a lot too. every other day yeah yeah so it lasts forever it, it does last yeah. very like more than a shampoo bar yeah. like more like a shampoo bottle and like Shampoo bottles can be recycled because mm-hmm. they are a thicker plastic. They can or they can They can. So, okay. like, you rinse them out, you can recycle them because they're that hard plastic. Okay. So, like, it can be recycled, but the thing is, like, if you can find an alternative yeah. that you wouldn't even need for it to be recycled and for that waste to be created in the first place, yeah. like, why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to try it. This with the celery juice because I'm skeptical of both, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... Is the conditioner a bar, too? Because that's, like, what my hair needs is, like, the conditioner. Like, my curly hair is thirsty. Like, it needs moisture. It wants moisture. It does not want dry. Yes. It is a bar. (laughs) I totally feel you. Also, when my mom was here, she used my products, right? And she was like, oh, my gosh, I love this. And I was like, wow, I got the mom stamp of approval, too, because my mom's hair is very different. Like, she has very thick hair, and sometimes it does dry a little bit Is your wavy. mom just, like, really nice, though? Because she loved your toilet paper. But she, she lo- would tell me. Like, she wouldn't lie about, like, if the toilet paper felt like sandpaper, she'd be like, Manda. <laughs> like, what's up? Love it. Um, but no, she was like, oh, my God, my hair smells so good. It feels so nice. So, um yeah high bar is what i use for a conditioner and i got it at whole foods i know you can also get it different places and on their website but um also a bar and sometimes like so when i put that on it doesn't feel like you're like lathered and conditioned and you're like ready to go and i'm like is this working like is it going through but then you let it sit and then i wash my body and it's like holy cow like when did all this like smoothness get in then it starts to like set and really absolutely i'm I'm gonna bring it over next time we'll just bring it over in a little yeah bring bring me some because i think it's gonna take me a lot to buy it even though it's so cheap i'm like i look at a shampoo bar and i'm like i just (laughs) i don't know if you're for me (laughs) that's totally fine though but yeah i don't know if it brings me joy yet okay i guess i don't know what i don't know that's true (laughs) if it doesn't spark joy 
don't bring it in. Yeah, but I, how do I know if it doesn't spark joy? <laughs> that's fair. That's a very fair point. So yeah, the, uh, these are all really great products. Like I love it. We're talking about so many things that we buy, and but let's talk about some things that. What else do we do with our money, right? Like I get my paycheck, and guess what? Automatically goes to four hundred one k. I have some money that goes into my Roth IRA. I, I want to do some trading, right? The market is hot. Everybody wants to talk about the market. That is the quarantine hobby of everybody. Work yeah. from home 2020. Everyone learned how to trade. Everyone got a Robinhood account. Mm-hmm. People started trading. And it just really makes me think because this past year is when I really started to invest some money on my own and really started to learn and explore like what are different things that I can do with my money and there's really like the world is the oyster (laughs) because like there's so many companies and when you're first starting off I'm like okay I'm ready to invest and it's like wait what do I invest in like and one of the first things I invested in was my Beyond Meat stock and I love that because that was like personal to me too. I was like, man, like I am vegan. The world, I want the world to see (laughs) beyond me. (laughs) I want them to succeed so bad. I want them to be so successful. I bought them like, I think within a week of when they went public and I held it for a couple months and then I sold it for like a huge profit. And it was just like such a great feeling because it's like, yes, like this is what I want. I want these type of companies to go public. I want them to get the funding that they need. I want people to learn about them and see that, right? Um, So that's kind of another way that we spend our money and we invest. And that's, you know, I also have some more long-term investments too. Um, But yeah, like this again with my new year's intentions i know we're like at the beginning of the year but so it's like fresh in my mind but i made my investment plan and i just looked up like etfs and mutual funds that like diversify their holdings through companies that are are that really promote women in leadership and are uh, led by women ceos and minorities or they promote clean energy or clean um whatever like I have a list of all everything I invested in and maybe I won't say it because like as soon as you say it like it'll just drop (laughs) but but yeah there's just so many different ways like where does our money even go like we have to budget first of all but then you know where where do we put our money I feel like it matters and yeah essentially putting your money where your mouth is I think that's beautiful that you find like not only in the products that you buy but the investments that you make like obviously every investment we make isn't going to be maybe a company that we're 100% fully behind right yeah um oh wait the soybean company let's talk about that (laughs) oh my gosh what are we at like 70% increase oh my gosh guys Bianca (laughs) found this soybean company man maybe like God, are, are we hitting the year mark almost? No, I think it was in May. I think we found okay, it Okay, okay, a few months left. Yeah. But yeah, it was a soybean company, and I'm like, well, number one, I was like, I want to invest in vegan companies. <laughs> I was like, okay, that because that's the future to me. To me, I'm like, okay, this is growing. Um, and yeah, soybeans are like pretty big already because soybean isn't everything, but <laughs> and maybe not in a good way, but I want to make sure that I am ethically okay with most of my investments and um yeah that was one of them and we bought it super low and all of a sudden we're like up six, what is it like 60 60 something percent we were just looking at it today 
And I'm like, what do I do with this? Like, I need to, do I sell this? <laughs> after one year, after one year. <laughs> but yeah, it like pays. And I'm not saying every investment you make, I'm not a, you know, yeah. market expert. But I do think like, you know, companies that are more sustainable and um, they have good ethics behind them are going to be the future and people are going to want to spend their money um, in ethically and sustainable companies. Um, So yeah, that's, I mean, millennials, right? Like we're starting to get our jobs. They're starting to pay us. Like, you know, we want to make money and um, we want to spend our money in the right way. I think we should drop some tickers. Tickers. (laughs) Just because some people don't know where to start, right? And if you told me, all right, I like invest in a green ETF, I might be like, I don't even know what an ETF is. How do I find a green ETF? Like, I don't know what that means. So um, one clean and green ETF I invest in is ICLN. Okay. Um, do you want to drop your, your soybean ticker? Oh, yeah. BG. <laughs> Everyone get that. BG. <laughs> I don't know. It's, like, super high now it's, compared yeah. to when I bought it. So I'm like, okay, is it going to go down now? Or, I mean, right. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a market expert. I just right. don't know. I'm not, like, I haven't been studying it enough to know, like, you know, invest at your own risk. Like, yeah. That's it. Like, <laughs> do your own research just yeah. like we do. Like, also, YouTube is great for learning how to invest as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you got to start somewhere and not saying you guys need to invest in these stocks because, right, mm-hmm. we don't know how they're going to do super long term, but these are just ones that we did and we started off with. So maybe find ones that are similar, invest in similar funds, find things that you like, and that's it. That's it. Everyone wants to please the shareholders. Well, we're the shareholders. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> so what's some other stuff that, you know, maybe we've learned throughout our journey? So something that I've learned is one piece at a time. Yeah. Don't get overwhelmed. So yeah. I tend to be very extremist and if I extremist. find out that my I'm not associated <laughs> no like I'm like I'm very extreme like if there's something that I become very passionate about I go all in like yeah. I like to research everything and just like my mind just shifts fully to that and I'm just all about it so if I find out that my beauty products are toxic and contain all of these awful things and I'm like okay I needed an overhaul and that's very overwhelming like because yeah. then because then you have nothing to put on your face or clean right. your yeah, yeah and then you just get overwhelmed because you're like oh my gosh I have to switch 15 products and I don't know which brand is the best and I've been using these products for the past 10 years of my life and I don't know anything else like so one step at a time right yeah. like when I was like transitioning looking at toxic makeup and everything it had in it I was like concealer like concealer is so important to me I if I'm gonna wear makeup it's gonna be concealer so <laughs> like let me switch concealer first let me do my full-fledged research my process on my concealer because if I'm looking at powder mascara eyeshadow like it's just too much and then your brain goes on overload and then like I shut down and I get overwhelmed and I'm like okay I'm shut the computer we're done we're done with makeup we're done with makeup (laughs) we're going full bare face which is how it's been for the past few months loving it (laughs) I think I forgot how to put on makeup honestly (laughs) but no you're totally right like it is so easy to get overwhelmed and be like, wow, everything around me, like my pants are literally 
I don't even know what brand my pants are. <laughs> so it's just like so easy to like be like, oh my gosh, everything around me. I have no idea where it came from and no idea where it will end up. Like every single thing, like our bodies, everything that we are, everything that we own, everything that we have owned and everything that we will own is here. And like, we're going to be here and we're going to live our lives and we're going to our bodies are going to die one day. Like that's going to happen. And what's going to happen with all of our stuff? Like there's no way like our inheritance, whoever is getting our inheritance is going to want my, you know, 2018 Apple Mac (laughs) (laughs) or like this dust that we just found today. Like It's just like one of those things, like our bodies go through this life and all this stuff stays here. All this stuff is going to still be here once we're gone. And, it's just like thinking about where does that go? Like it either goes in a landfill, it gets buried in the ground, it gets shipped off to a different country and it produces toxic chemicals like in the way of, you know, the way they discard of stuff, they burn it. And it's just like really awful to think about like where all of this goes. So you have to think of the why, like why are we trying to be intentional? We want to support the workers and the people making things but we also want to be mindful of like where does all this end up one day (laughs) like we'll be long gone in the dust and you know we want to think about like all of this stuff that gets accumulated over years is a lot so a saying that goes so well with what you just said is think about what you're bringing not only into your world but what's going to come out of your world so that ties in so well with what you just said. Like, I love that. I love that saying. Yeah, we should write that down. And anytime I want to spend money. It's it's also like super economical too to be like really take a step back and think before you buy something. Like I used to be like and I still am, I'm trying to be better, but like an impulse buyer, like, oh I want I want something, I wanna go buy it. Let me go shopping or mm-hmm. you know, I just wanna buy stuff and it makes me feel good. It you know, it hits the endorphins. And, yeah like I'm I love stuff right like who doesn't love something but then you kind of forget about it and you put it to the side and then it doesn't bring you that joy that it brought you at the store right right so it's really important to be to just think about like what you really want it's a cycle it's It's a cycle it's a forever cycle Mm -hmm. and something that was really cool this weekend Bianca wanted to go to TJ Maxx and Marshalls and then I was like okay like when are we going like let's go and she's like you know what I don't need anything like let's not go like it's fun to look around and see but then you're gonna find that one thing that you don't need but you want but like in the moment I know there's gonna like I just know that there's gonna be something so nice so cute but you're like I don't need anything more than what I already have like I have everything I need Mm -hmm. right anything more is like extra and so, like, I want to wait until, like, okay, I really feel like I want or need something in my life, and I think it'll bring me joy, and then I'll go to TJ Maxx and get it, or right. go wherever, you know, do my research, my YouTube research. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, fast fashion. Oof. Oof, <laughs> this is a deep one. So, something that's cool to think about it is, like, we are a billboard, right? Like, the products we use like if you're wearing a bomb mascara and your lashes are full and plump and i'm like bianca where did you get this Mm -hmm. and if you're able to say like it's from this sustainable company doing this mission like you are a billboard Mm -hmm. like whatever you're putting on you you're wearing that t-shirt bianca i love your t-shirt where did you get it Mm -hmm. so the fact that it it can come from a an awesome company that just makes it even so much better and kind of switching back 
to the fast fashion. Some shirts are $4. Like, it's awesome because it's so cheap. Are you really going to get that many wears out of, like, the cost per use of the shirt? Like, I don't know. Maybe after five washes, it starts, like, fading and then getting, like, wrinkly and frumpy. Mm -hmm. And then you got to toss it. So, like, that's creating waste. And then you got to go buy another one. And then it's a forever process. So, maybe if there's, like, if there's, if you're able to find, um, a similar product that maybe is a little bit more money but you know it's going to last you three years for this black t-shirt buy that one because your overall like cost per use is going to be <laughs> a lot less because yeah. you're not going to be overbuying that four dollar t-shirt about 10 times which is going to be the same cost that you would have paid yeah. for that one long-term t-shirt absolutely and i'll show you the prime example my leggings they were on sale how much were they? Twelve, like they were like twelve dollars. And I remember when I bought them, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got such a great deal on these leggings! Look at this hole right here! <laughs> I want you to see. There is a hole, I see the hole. and I don't know if the hole was there when I bought it, and that's why it was so cheap, or if the hole just created on its own. But I'm stubborn. Like I'm going to use these leggings. Yeah, but I'm like, Ugh. no, that's such a valid point. And like another thing is like your jean jacket tell me about your jean jacket and then i'll tell you about my jean jacket because amanda's wearing her jean jacket right now and like when i saw the jacket i'm like wow this is a nice jean jacket like jean jackets like you gotta rock them i love a jean jacket what's it called the cowboy suit or something oh yeah <laughs> i haven't learned to rock that yet but yeah the britney spears justin timberlake is it cowboy or is it like the is it canadian canadian i think it's canadian suit <laughs> I sorry know. if i'm wrong the jean on jean like jean jacket or jean shirt with the jean pants i love it i love a good jean jacket oh so i had recently bought one maybe like a year ago um from this sustainable company um make sure that all of their factories are very well rated and that um, they pay all their workers good. They sustainably source their materials, all the X, Y, Z, everything that we need um, and we look for. It. And I believe that my jacket was like 80 or $90, but I was okay paying for that because it is, it is a good product, you know, and I'm going to use it for the next couple of years. Okay. And, and then you, you love it. And I love it. But then you went to a thrift store and bought I went to a thrift store in Ocala with my grandma and <laughs> love thrifting in general anyway. And thrifting is a bit more expensive in New York and in Ocala, like thrifting is very normal. They have thrift stores everywhere and I've been thrifting like forever since I was mm-hmm. very little. So it's very normal to me. Um, and I think it's beautiful that you're giving something another life. Like yeah. these are things that people don't want anymore and you're giving it another life, like another chance. Like it's just going to go in the trash. Yeah. Like, it's, so it's cool that you get to bring it home and like give it a whole different experience. But yeah. we were checking out and I spot in the corner of my eye, this jean jacket. And I was like, that, I want it. <laughs> like it's right there. And my grandma was like, oh my gosh, like I've been wanting a jean jacket. And I was like, okay, here, try it on. Like you can, you can have the jean jacket, like, but yeah. it didn't fit. Like it, like she, it was a little too tight. She was like, oh, it's just, I don't like it. And I was like, well, I'm going to take it. I don't even need to try it on. Like, I just know, like, this is it. And, um, it was half off denim day, which mm-hmm. we didn't know. So the jean jacket was 50 cents, <laughs> 50 cents. It's literally laughable. <laughs> it was 50 cents. If you guys saw this jacket, like I kid you not, it is so nice. And then, like, you would think you got it at, like, a normal store. Like, 
it looks just like my jean jacket in a lighter wash and it looks so good it fits so good the style is really cool 50 cents 50 literally 50 cents oh my gosh <laughs> The it, lady behind us, like, was there for the whole process of my grandma trying it on, and then her being like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, well, I'll take it if you guys don't want it. And I was like, oof, like, oof. sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... It's literally crazy. I, it's, it's shocking. I mean, I'm, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> really. So that's kind of, like, another, like, power of money thing, too, right? Like, yeah. it's super awesome to invest in these companies that are doing great things, but also there's another alternative. They're fig. Buying and used, yeah. Buying used. Poshmark is an awesome app, too. Yeah. Um, I love selling my stuff on Poshmark, but I just, like, I love new stuff, too. <laughs> so, like, what what's your cleaning process? Like, because for me, I'm like, ugh, so many, this has been worn so many times, I'm sure. Like, someone probably smoked in this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just wash it. I mean... Clothes are clothes. Like, if you get them passed down from friends as well, like... That's it's, true. It's the same thing. Like, obviously, yeah. it, like, it's just a t-shirt and jeans. Like, they're not things that are yeah. so close to your body. I mean, they are in your body. You know what I'm saying? No, no intimate pieces. Um, but, yeah, I just wash it like normal. It, like, everyone has their own thing with that. Mm -hmm. Like, some people are strictly like, I will not wear something else someone else wore, especially if you don't know them. Like That's literally my husband. Oh, my God. Thank <laughs> you, <laughs> I was thinking of that as well, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> no, I love that jacket. It's amazing. But yeah, there's so many, so many great alternatives. And like you said, thrifting in New York, it's a totally different ballgame. I mean, you're thrifting for like Gucci and Chanel. Like it's, like, it's expensive. Thrifting in New York is literally ex more expensive than buying. Yeah. Like you are getting nicer stuff. So like you are getting very good brands, but you're also paying like, $20 a dress, $20 for a blazer, and it's like, that's a lot. It's not 50 cents a jacket, like $3 for a pair of jeans. Um, so wherever you are, like definitely check out your thrift stores. And I know in Florida, they have Plato's Closet, and um, in New York, they have like Crossroads, um, what is it, like the L train, things like that. So yeah. find your vibe, yeah. find your store. I, I can do a Goodwill, I love a Goodwill, or it's like a regular <laughs> yeah. thrift store. I love the hunt, I love finding the treasure. Down where I got the jacket, I also found the most beautiful rose teacup that I drink out of every single day with a saucer plate, and it brings me joy, like so much joy to pour <laughs> my cup of tea into this dollar and fifty cent saucer and teacup. It is I love that you find joy in that. It's like <laughs> that's beautiful. It is, it's the little things in life. Really? It's the little things in life. Like I want a cute little teacup and you want to drink out of it and if so you got it out of a thrift store, you got it out of a thrift store, and it's a yeah. good deal, and you're not buying something new that had to be produced into the planet, so yeah. wow, love it. And it has some stories behind it, too. Yeah. Like, what other stories has it heard besides yeah. my stuff? It's literally heard the tea. <laughs> it's heard the tea. Oh, man. So I think we're getting towards the end of our episode. There is one thing we wanted to do to yes. wrap up every episode. It's going to be a new thing we're starting, but um, it's very exciting and just very good vibes we want to end the episode with happy vibes with good vibes we want to leave you looking forward to something we want you to create your own reality we want you to manifest what you want to manifest and so we're going to start doing a card pooling every week my mom got me these cards from mexico tulum mexico and they're not necessarily oracle cards. I mean, they are, but they each have a different message. I'm ready to read the first card if you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So earlier, I mean, before shooting the podcast, 
me and Amanda pulled a card and I didn't want to read it because <laughs> I was wanting it to be a surprise. Um, so yeah, go ahead and read it. Let me know. So the front of the card says, I am aligned. And it has like an image of this girl looking out into the distance and there's a moon behind her with some stars on it. And it's just like a very peaceful, beautiful card on the front. Yeah. And on the back, it reads, everything that I desire comes to me at the perfect time. Have you ever noticed that what you desire comes to you when you let go of the attachment to having it right now? Align yourself with the frequency of trust. All that you desire in life, in love, will ultimately be yours. The more you are in peace, the more you allow everything to flow at its perfect time. So be rooted in yourself, your practices, your beliefs, but let it flow. What is meant to come will come to you when the time is right, when the universe knows that it is right. Just let it be and it will come. That's so beautiful. I love that. Just remaining aligned in life. Everything will come and everything that's meant to happen will happen. And anything that you want to happen will happen. I love it. Yeah. I think it's such a beautiful way to close out our, our session and just leave everyone on a on a good positive note so love it hope everyone enjoys the the card reading for today and one last thing because we have some codes that we found um yeah. for some of the sustainable brands that we like so we'll leave the links in the bottom but there's a five dollar code off of the real toilet paper off of the goldie matcha yeah. if you guys want to try any of these products and get five dollars off like and you want to support yes. them, like, go ahead. So we'll leave the codes in the bottom. And if you want to try them, Beautiful. try them. Let us know. So on that note, um, thank you guys for taking the time to listen to our podcast and listening the whole way through. We hope you guys learned something or maybe this episode brought you some joy. <laughs> um, if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Bata Time, where we will post frequently to keep you guys in the loop. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>